What's up, y'all? What the hook gonna be? I don't know. I'm just dropping this beat. What's up? What's up? What's up? Listen, I am in a good mood. I'm tired per usual. Um, worked out today. Did my usual thing. Handling a lot of business. Um, but God is still in the blessing business. Can I get an amen? He is good to me. He is good to you. And you gotta say hallelujah anyhow. Even when you're feeling down, you gotta say hallelujah anyhow. Because what goes up must come down and what goes down must come up, baby. And we are still in this fight again today. Listen, I'm pep talking y'all, I'm pep talking myself because we can do this, you know what I'm saying? But uh, happy hump day to you if it is hump day where you are right now. Um, news for me. Uh, let's see what went on in the news today. I took a few peeks at the news, but nothing. Nothing that made me remember anything. So there was this chant where they said, we're coming for your children chant has been used for years at Pride events, according to longtime March attendees and gay rights activists who said it's one of many provocative expressions used to regain control of slurs against LGBTQ people. I don't really know if that chant's smart though right now with everything that y'all got going on. Just saying. Uh... I'm very smart. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people, I'm just reading this comments. I've never heard it before, and I've been around activists and events of all stripes my entire career in PR. Even if it's been you, shouldn't the media be asking what the hell it means? Yeah. Yeah, and NBC is even coming in attack of like posting this like are you guys trying to protect rumors? That's what they're saying. Um the video posted on social media shows a shark pulling a fisherman into the water in the Florida Everglades. Don't know if he made it or not. Um, um and I I'm sad to say y'all gonna think this is bad, but I don't feel like clicking on the story. So we'll see. A Florida man won't be criminally charged after he mistook his pool cleaner for an intruder and opened fire on him with a high capacity weapon. Dang. That would be me though, y'all. Because especially at night or early in the morning, it's it's real out here, man. People is robbing people. I mean, but yeah, it's messed up. Rest in peace to that, rest in peace to that guy. Mm-mm-mm. So a ramp barker at the San Antonio International Airport was ingested into the plane, which I read about this the other day. They're saying he died of suicide. Um, also, if you know someone who is in crisis, call 988 to reach the suicide crisis lifeline. But kind of interesting that they ruled it that. Um, I don't know how they, I guess they said the investigation into the incident has been canceled in light of this news. There was no operational safety issues. Interesting. Yeah, they're saying that's what happened. 
A New Mexico man is facing murder charge after allegedly federally shooting another man over a seating dispute at an Albuquerque movie theater. How y'all do that? I thought everybody pays for their seats these days and gets like a sign. U.S. authorities announced the arrest of four men that they were a part of a human smuggling effort last year that ended in deaths of 53 migrants, including eight children. Snooze is a little ugly. Lots of death here. Yeah, a lot of death today. So, this show that I found very problematic on Max which used to be HBO Max called The Idol. They canceled it after five episodes. And you know what? I'm happy. That show, and I have a very dark sense of humor, but that show's disgusting. And I'm absolutely happy they canceled it. They made a joke about Epstein and one of the kids being raped. And I was like, now this is out of control. Like, and the dude is the same dude that created the show Euphoria, but that show, The Idol, was just beyond disgusting. I mean... It just happened to be playing one day when I came and when I and I heard that Epstein joke and I was like, this show is just so sick. And so after only five episodes, they canceled it. So I like to think I had something to do with that because I feel like when I deem a show bad, it needs to go away. So there you have it. You guys can thank me for this. So a Florida man who was convicted in the 1990 killing of an 11 year old girl and her babysitter elbowed his attorney in the face hours before he was sentenced to death. And I watched that video. That was, I mean, it it was funny, but I mean, it's kind of like he did a horrible crime, but he was really pissed at his attorney, man. The attorney probably didn't even try. (laughs) I mean, if you kill a child or harm a child, if I was your attorney, I'd probably sell you up the river too. Costco is cracking down on people sneaking into its clubs and trying to shop with other people's membership cards. Costco, get over it. You guys are like worse than Netflix. I mean, ain't like the people getting free groceries. Come on, man. Don't be silly. I don't even like those clubs. I mean, Costco and Sam's. My husband likes that crap. I don't even like it. I don't want to be a part of an exclusive club to get crap. Like, if the food ain't free this is uh here where i'm from we have uh, several stores that give you discounts and you don't have to pay for a dumb old membership i don't like that membership exclusive crap let's see what else we got here Ryan Seacrest lands the Wheel of Fortune hosting job, and I do not like Ryan Seacrest. He has, like, no personality. I feel like, although Pat Sajak didn't really have a personality either, Ryan Seacrest is, like, an android. I don't even feel like he's alive. Like, 
this dude got white shoes and the bottoms of the soles were white like he's never walked outside of in in dirt ever in his life like he just i don't know why y'all picked him the comments are saying they could have picked someone else we've seen him too much for the past 20 years um not surprising him but i'm sure he'll do a good job it's too bad they couldn't give it to someone else like y'all could have gave it to anybody like he's just dry he's not funny to me he's this why do y'all like him like what is it i don't even get it the chicago mother filed a lawsuit after murder charges against her and her son were dropped in the restaurant um she's filing a lawsuit against uh cook county I feel like, I mean, I'm glad that she got free, but I'm like, girl, just go into seclusion at this point. You got your son out. The charges is dropped. I think Nicki Minaj volunteered to pay for her son's college. Like, I'd be like, that'd be that. Because, I mean, shoot, the family's been through so much. I don't know if I spoke that the Michael Jackson, Wade Robinson is suing again, taking his estate back to trial for the alleged pedophilia or whatever. I don't know. Somebody going to do it. So Elon Musk is gearing up for his fight with Zuckerberg. Are they really going to fight? Like this is going to be hilarious. Roseanne Barr is still defending her comments denying the Holocaust. Said she was just being sarcastic. Yeah. Let's get into Reddit. There's a lot of death today, y'all. I didn't think it would be this bad. the men are talking about they weren't talking about nothing the other day what's the easiest way a woman has bagged you i'm assuming that means slept you picked you up on the third day she said you know you're mine now right it wasn't a question so that's easy she asked me at a party if i wanted to go home with her when we got to my place i went to the bathroom and when i came out she was in a bra and panties 10 10 would recommend like dudes men is not this is not rocking science to get a man to sleep with you i feel like this is like come on for real men of reddit what is your instant green flags in a woman When she's able to laugh at herself and admit when she's wrong, which my husband says I never do. Genuine kindness towards others. Puts in an effort, takes initiative. Any signs of empathy gets me hard. (laughs) Sally can go more than 30 seconds without needing to use a phone yeah i think women are on our phones way more than men 
I mean, that's how it is kind of in my marriage. But to my credit, a lot of my emails and crap I have to, like, pay attention to. What's a dead giveaway that someone is a piece of crap? Just, to me, rudeness to, like, like servers and waiters and just help in general. That shows me what kind of jerk-off you are. Somebody said, when rules apply to everyone except them, when you're having an argument with someone and they start saying things just to hurt you because they don't have a valid argument, well, dang, you letting that, that's, this is like, you should have known this way before. When they say, F all my haters, when people are just giving them suggestions on how to be a decent human being. When they mock you for trying to lose weight or trying to improve yourself in general. Yeah, microaggressions, like, we call that nicety when someone's nice but have, like, a backhanded compliment. Yeah. What's the word you can never seem to spell correctly? When I was a kid, it was restaurant. And I got it now. It's R-E-S-T-A-U-R-A-N-T. But I just always wanted to leave that A-U out. Let's see what you guys are saying. License, license. <laughs> Bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. Bureaucracy whatever bureaucracy yeah I wouldn't be able to spell that one necessarily and you still spell it wrong dude rhythm that's pretty easy diarrhea the physical and the psych words kind of used to mess me up when I was little guarantee interesting Yeah, a lot of people can't tell the difference between lose, loose, yeah. Haha, someone else said restaurant. Yeah, that word used to be a struggle for me. It was very annoying. Let's see. Some of these are so stupid. Do long distance relation do long distance friendships and inevitably fade out? No. I mean, I got a bestie and we see each other a few times a year. We always swear to do it more, but I mean once we get back together, we back in there like swimwear. I feel like if you left or have a friend that you're on good terms with, especially in the days of social media. It ain't nothing to come back together, especially if you guys have a good relationship. Someone said, if there's no plan or intention to eventually close the distance gap, then yes, I think there's always a limit. You all, you also sound like you might be young, which is another huge factor. Mine all did, but I'm not sure if it was because of the distance. Yes, I think it's pretty inevitable. I've had many online friendships over the years. Not one of them has lasted more than four. Yeah, because y'all never were real friends. I mean, 
I think that's the key. You have to have be real friends. A lot of y'all call friendship stuff that's really not. So let's get into the story time. And this is good. So this dude is saying at Walmart, if you get great value water and you take them all back empty, once you drink them, they have to replace it. So anything that it says, so let me play this for y'all because I'm putting y'all on game. Okay. Little life hack. I wasn't going to tell anybody, but you go to Walmart, buy great value, purified drinking water. You read the back. It says return the package for replacement or money back. Doesn't say if unsatisfied, doesn't say if you don't like the product. So what you do is you drink all the bottles. Save them, take them Walmart, and they give you more. They have to, right there. Return the package for replacement. Or money back. There you go. So listen, I mean, I think when I'm an old lady, these are the things I'm going to be doing. So y'all want some free water, there you go. Okay. I I don't even know what to look for. What do you mean? Well, I mean, if, if they're looking for some kind of a chemical that you may have taken, I can't think of what it would be to even know what tests they're doing. Because from, from my understanding, it sounds like they're going to run a whole bunch of various chemical type tests, possibly, and, and just a whole bunch of other tests. Um, um, to see what was going on. Um, if it would come back that there was something in there like that, how would you explain that? I don't know. Depends, I don't know. Depends on what, if, if something did show up, I'd have to figure out what it is. And then try and figure out where did it come from. much about the autopsy process? Mm, a little bit. Okay. What did they tell you about Sean's autopsy? Um, that he had a congenital kidney defect. Um, but they found quite a bit of brain damage. I'd never heard of the word gliosis before. Um, they had found where he'd had his initial stroke. And there was evidence of seizures. Okay. Because we've spoken with the medical examiner about that. And I guess when they first did it, they really didn't look too much into if there was any types of chemicals or anything at all in his system or anything else like that. But when we, we did talk to them, they they did were, were able to tell us that they... Just like with all autopsies, if you're familiar with those, they, you know, they take tissue samples and hair samples and all kinds of other samples, and they basically keep them for a while. And fortunately, they still had a, have a bunch of his stuff, and so they're gonna do a bunch of tests on his stuff as well. Okay. So if his stuff were to come back with anything like that, something similar, maybe to what Sarah's might come back with. How would you explain that? I don't know. 
it depends on what shows up. What do you think it might be? I don't know. I really don't know. There could be anything maybe malicious or suspicious involved with that? I can't think of that. Would you be surprised if something like that came back? Yeah, I, I think so. I think I would be surprised. Okay. Why would you I be never, surprised? Well, I never anticipated anything showing up, you know? You, you never anticipated anything showing up? Why, why, would, you, why, do you, why would you not well, anticipate anything showing up? I, I really don't know what how can I say this to make sense I really don't know like for instance Sarah I don't know what happened right I, and, and as far as Sean I you know I'm just taking their word that yeah. that's what happened and I think their initial you know because they didn't obviously go into a bunch of stuff but now, after Sarah's condition, and there was no autopsy done on Mark, as, as we know, but, you know, maybe from some samples that were taken initially, um, you know, the autopsy, but just, you know, because I know Mark had some substance on his face and things like that, and from samples there, is, is there any reason that from samples taken um, at the time of these, that there may be some kind of correlation or some kind of link to anything that may be similar in, in, in those? You don't know? And if there was? I wouldn't know. I understand you wouldn't know, but if, if, if there was, though, something similar amongst them. I have no... I, I have no clue. What would your explanation be, though?
let's get back to the medical stuff, you know, because of the the samples from tissues and and fluids and everything else at the hospital are doing with Sarah. And then since because of that, they're going to go back, obviously, like I told you, and reevaluate to Sean's autopsy and the samples that have been saved since then. And again, you know, Mark having the same, you know, same deal. So, how would you explain? How would what would your be? What would be your explanation if there's something in their samples that comes back as being, you know, as if there is some kind of chemical or something that shouldn't be there of that nature? I really don't know. I know Sean and Sarah were very close. Okay, what do you mean by that? Well, they, they talked a lot together. But what would that have to do with, with having some kind know. of substance? What would that have to do with some kind of substance, though, that shouldn't be there? I don't be? know. Okay. Really, I don't know. Okay. Well, you wouldn't have any kind of explanation for that? they're going to come back with anything like that? I don't, I don't think so, but I don't know. And if they do? I have no clue. And you don't have any explanation as to why that would be? The detective asks Diane a hypothetical question. The question is meant to give her the chance to explain the evidence if any is found. Some people believe they are much smarter than the police and they can talk their way out of any situation. What they don't realize is that detectives are trained in interrogation techniques, and it is their job to manipulate a suspect to get a confession. Diane is no different, and she believes she can explain the hypothetical evidence. Oftentimes, you know, there, there's cases that come up that are similar to this, where people are harmed, you know, by other people, and there's, there's always a reason. If somebody was to harm their, you know, let's, if their deaths were because of something like that, if somebody was to harm them, why do you think that would be? What would be the reason for, for somebody to want to harm them? I don't know about my kids, but Mark. So that was the story of that Diane State. And it was really a kind of crazy story. So it's called the Antifreeze Murders. And it was a series of killings and attempted killings with the State family in Springfield, Missouri. During a five-month period in 2012, the family matriarch, Diane, and her daughter, Rachel. So she had her daughter in on this. They committed the crimes together using antifreeze purchased off the internet. With the rationale that the antifreeze sold online would not, to, not contain the added bittering agent and commercial chemicals. Making the ethanol ethanol glycol poison detectable diane's husband mark was murdered first followed five months later by her autistic 26 year old son sean and then her 24 year old daughter sarah had also been poisoned with the antifreeze being taken to the hospital in critical condition sarah survived a poisoning and later recovered albeit with physical and neurological damage diane was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole while Rachel pleaded guilty to secondary murder in 2015 as a part of the plea deal for testifying against her mother. Um, 
Yeah, they literally just kind of got take. They kind of got tired of taking care of them. Uh, it was weird. They said an anonymous tip later revealed to be from the States family's local church pastor, who alerted the police to the deaths of Mark and Sean possibly being connected with the Sarah's acute sim- symptoms. Multiple people who knew the Sates had observed that Diane was not expressing any grief for her loss of Mark and Sean. Instead, Diane frequented the social media platform Facebook and appeared aloof about the deaths. Family relative Michael Sate revealed that there had not been any formal services to commemorate Sean and that he had only been informed of Sean's passing after another relative had discovered it. Robert Manasco of Messing with Destiny recalled that Diane was behaving like she was hosting a party. There was no sadness. I thought it was just her way of grieving. When police investigated the case, Diane had been planning a future vacation to Florida and was still residing with Rachel in the house where Sean had died. Sarah had fallen ill. Diane revealed that she and Rachel had poisoned their family members with antifreeze. They had sneaked the substance into energy drinks that Mark regularly consumed, as well as into Sean's favorite soda pop, and had specifically bought it online as to ensure that there was no noticeable taste to it when hidden. Unlike most antifreeze sold commercially for general public, antifreeze purchased by Diane and Rachel lacked of added bittering agent that would have left a foul taste to anything poisoned by it. A note was discovered in Rachel's purse on which Rachel had written a bizarre poem. Only the quiet ones will be left. My mother, my little sister, and me. I, a hidden diary kept by Rachel revealed that Rachel herself had, involved, had been involved directly with the murders and that she had been aware of Mark's impeding, impending poisoning at least two months beforehand. Rachel and Diane also admitted that Brianna Sate was poisoned after Sarah's death because of her, the burden of her learning disabilities. Rachel Sate pleaded guilty in 2015 to two counts of second-degree murder. Her mother, Diane, pleaded guilty to two counts of murder in January 2016 and was sentenced to life in prison. Both Rachel and Diane since appealed to vacate their pleas, which Rachel arguing when lawyers were appointed by my fear of men was not accommodated. So, yeah, they kind of just got tired of them. Um... Her, the daughter that survived, um, she has a picture of her dad in her Facebook profile, but she says she's a survivor, not a victim. She forgives her mom and what she did to her, but it was kind of crazy, and the fact that they tried to get rid of her because she had a learning disability, and I'm like, girl, did you take something that caused them to have that? It's kind of strange. You probably want to check your account right now because there are hundreds or probably even thousands of people that have negative balances in their cash app account now apparently there is some type of error that cash app is very aware of that is causing transactions to double so they're either doubling transactions that were already made or it's adding amounts to the transaction and it is taking money out of people's bank accounts so you probably want to check on the status of your account. Cash App is saying that they are working on this issue as fast as possible. They also stated that their support team that you can usually contact through the app is also down. So you probably really won't be able to get in touch with anyone at this moment. But if you do have money in your Cash App card or the Cash App app in general, 
My rule of thumb is to always take that money out immediately. Cash App is not like a regular bank account. Usually when you go to a credit union or a Chase bank or something of that nature, your money is going to be insured up to $250,000. That is not the case with Cash App or any other peer-to-peer -peer money sending apps. So if you have money just sitting in your account and you have not been affected by this error, I say take the money out of Cash App. That's just what I would do. But you guys, go check your Cash App account. Has this happened to you? Let me know in the comments below. There's been thousands of people on Twitter that I've read that are missing hundreds of dollars. So let me know, guys, what do you think about this? Were you affected by this Cash App outage that just happened today? Stay woke. Well, hello and good morning. Okay, so... California, I need y'all's undivided attention. Y'all probably want to sit down. Look at this. Now, to the new chicken that could be headed to your dinner plate. It's grown in a lab, and it was just approved for sale in the United States. ABC's Andrew Dimbert explains. What? Hold up. What she just say? This morning, the USDA, for the first time, has approved lab-grown meat to be sold to the public. Lab-grown meat? Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? And why was the chicken just in a bottle like that? See, man, I knew it. I knew it. I've been telling y'all for the longest there ain't that many chickens in the world. Especially with all these chicken spots around here that everybody sell chicken. Like, make it make sense. But explain it to me, please. It allows two California companies to offer lab-grown meat to restaurants. The cultivated meat is grown in steel tanks using cells that come from a living animal, a fertilized egg, or a special bank of stored cells. Wait, you're making chicken in there. Oh no, I ain't eating chicken no more. Wait, I, I just can't understand it. You mean to tell me y'all got a bunch of scientists and biochemists and all of that in a room and y'all just start brewing up chickens in an oversized espresso maker? See, I think that's my cue. It's time for me to go plant-based. It's time for me to go vegan. But then again, I can't trust them with the... I'm gonna just have to grow my own garden. I think I'm about to become a farmer. There's just no way in the world that's good for my digestive system, my stomach. There ain't no way. Well, it's very green, right? I mean... Yeah, I, I mean, I guess so. When you think about it and the impact on the environment. Very true. There's no hormones, probably. I would try it. Yeah, I would I'm try not, it. I'm not afraid to try it. This that undercover brother chicken. Who about to be eating this? All right, my first bite of cultivated meat. It's chicken. California, we got problems because you know the first stop for all of that chicken is here. They making it here. There ain't nothing nobody could do or say to convince me to believe that this is going to be a good idea. I mean, hey, feel free to let me know how you feel in the comment. Man, I have a good day now, you hit. We're all doomed because, yeah, even the veggies is fake. Like, come on, man. Who didn't know broccoli wasn't real? So then it looks like there's a new documentary coming out called The Color of Pain, which tells the story of black women living with invisible disabilities. According to the Center for Disability Rights, the following list of conditions are recognized as invisible or hidden disabilities. Learning differences, deafness, autism, prosthetics, traumatic brain injury, me mental health disabilities, Usher syndrome, bipolar disorder, diabetes, ADD, ADHD, fibromyalgia, arthritis, Alzheimer's, um, anxiety, sleep disorder, Crohn's disease, and many more. So they say black women's concerns are just not heard. They are dismissed. We are told that we are fine. Our pain is dismissed. Our discomfort is dismissed. We know that issues that disproportionately affect women and especially black women are underfunded and under-researched and part of that is invisible disabilities. 
The Color of Pain examines this gender pain gap, the phenomenon in which pain in women is more poorly understood and more mistreated compared to pain in men due to systemic gaps and biases. So the director, Halliver, said that this production is truly a labor of love and quite personal, having an invisible disability herself. Halliver said that she was inspired to make this film for people like herself, recounting a story from years ago when she first got sick. Halliver shared that her invisible disability is that her brain leaks fluid, and having the manager say, well, you don't look sick, prompted the push to make this documentary. So Essence did an interview ahead of the documentary's premiere, so I'm wondering where it will air, when will it start. Um, I'm interested in seeing this documentary, and I will share more as I learn more. So yeah, I'll definitely be checking that out too. Um, Yeah, we know that we are disproportionately not seeing pain, all that, and yeah, so cover yourself, you know, pray. Because these doctors don't even know what they're doing. I don't care what color you are. These doctors, they are all about the money, baby. Um, Listen, y'all. Y'all eating that fake chicken or what? Let me know. Isn't in yet. It's signing off. Y'all be good. <laughs>